Hey listeners, welcome to 10x Growth Strategies podcast. My name is Preeti Padmanabhan, technology executive, investor and board member. In this episode, we will review the book How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I personally benefited from the Dale Carnegie Communications course on human relations and public speaking several years ago. I took the program as an engineer and it helped me gain the skills to transition into business roles. Our guest today is Sushma Malhotra, President and CEO of S5 Advisory. Welcome Sushma. Thank you. Thank you Preeti. Tell us about your career journey and key turning points. Thank you Preeti first of all for having me on this program. I really enjoy your um, other podcasts as well. So I'm, I'm glad that you're doing this and you make time for out of your busy schedule. But uh, yes, for, um, for me, after working as a chemist and operations leader for a semiconductor industry, my first turning point was after attending the Dale Carnegie class, I got three consecutive promotions. And these are things I had never done before in my life, like managing California facilities, which included engineering, construction of factories internationally, uh, like a factory in China, factory in Dresden, Germany, uh, leading to managing AMD's real estate portfolio on global basis. I had no knowledge of real estate and being thrown into it with a trust factor that Sushma, you can do it. And um, a second turning point was when I decided to change my career from AMD to a service provider side. Uh, joining a large brokerage firm, doing real estate for Yahoo, handling all of their real estate uh, in Europe and Asia. And the third uh, turning point was when I founded our company S5 Advisory, which is a corporate real estate firm, which was almost nine years ago at this point. Uh, We've become a global company and we help companies from startups to publicly traded companies with their real estate. And, uh, you know, our key differentiator is that we only represent the space users, never the landlords, and with the result that our negotiations are typically 20 to 30% better than our peers, which is a huge saving for companies um, being real estate being a number two cost for companies. So in a nutshell, that's what uh, my turning point was. That's great to hear, Sushma. And you mentioned that the Dale Carnegie program helped you get three promotions in a row. So tell us what attracted you to this program in the first place and why did you choose to read this particular book? So it was by coincidence. Uh, One of my friends had attended a class, uh, you know, the leadership class. And she told me after a year after she had attended it and she was just could not stop raving about the class. So that got me very excited. Obviously, she did her influencing job and I signed up and, you know, you're supposed to read this book as a part of that class. And it just changed my life because I learned so many human relations principles that made a lot of sense. It just empowers you with so many tools that you never knew before, even though they're supposed to be very natural. Absolutely. Yeah, I had the same experience. And to to think of it, 
Dale Carnegie wrote this book in the 1930s and he's been teaching these principles uh, for several years. And certainly this has helped several generations of leaders since then. It's the best book out there. Nice, nice. So tell us what were your top three takeaways from the book? Well, I would probably end up giving you a lot more than three, but sure. Uh, I think the best one I like is that people crave the feeling of importance, right? Everyone wants to feel good about themselves and they're focused on themselves. So it's about them. If you can realize that it's not about you and talk about other people and share things, have them share things that are important to them, makes people feel good about themselves. Uh, The other one I like to uh, really practice is give people a chance to save face and give them a fine reputation to live up to. Honestly, try to see their point of view is my third one. And then the fourth one, I'm gonna stick in there because it's really important, I think, is find the middle ground and try to create that win-win situation when you're in a difficult spot. Those are my four main ones that I you know, try to practice a lot. That's phenomenal. You know, I'd love to get into a little bit deeper on some of those points, right? Especially you talked about how the author gave inputs to build better relationships and to become a friendlier person. So you talked about those four takeaways. Can you give examples on where you have used any of those takeaways? Sure, sure. So I feel that everyone can teach you something and involving the entire team, because in any given team or any given dynamics, you know, there are people who will, who like to talk, but there's always people who are the quiet ones and either don't have the confidence or don't feel comfortable in speaking. If you can involve them and make them feel important and help build their confidence, I think it goes a long way. I can give you an example where, um, when early in the career, I was managing a team of 20 people, there was one gentleman who was like always in one corner, would never say anything. And slowly and slowly, he became so confident that we had a tough problem to solve one time. And it was his ideas that, you know, if we had not involved him or built his confidence, he would have never been able to speak up. And so firmly believe that, you know, you empower people, you encourage people. It gives, you know, everyone can contribute and everyone can teach you something. Yeah, that's a great example, Sushma. You know, we ta- we're talking about how we can bring more diverse viewpoints. Uh, and we talk about including people with different thoughts nowadays. And this is a great example of how you were able to go and reach out to everybody on your team. And even if somebody was not openly sharing their inputs, you were able to bring them and, and get their inputs on the table. That's a great example of how a leader can bring inputs from everybody on the team. Thanks for sharing that. Would love to hear any other examples you have. I, I think the other one is just not necessarily examples, but being just a good listener, you know, gives people the importance of like, oh, I'm being listened to, right? That's really the key to going back to diversity. So when people are originally not confident and you're listening to their ideas and you kind of help them shape their ideas, it really makes the team more wholesome. And uh, the other thing I like is, you know, asking people a lot of questions So instead of telling them what to do, 
asking them and then pretty soon they kind of reached to the point where you wanted them to be anyway and then they go oh that's a great idea and it becomes their idea instead of your idea which is great yes and they will then buy into that idea and they'll yeah. be ready to do it along with you yes. so yeah nice nice excellent i think uh, you touched upon a great point on make the other person feel important and that they feel that you're listening to them right and you're sincerely doing it exactly nice so you know you brought up a very good uh, point about influencing uh, other people which is so critical to succeed in the workplace what are some two to three principles you have used to influence your clients sure so i feel that you know people only do things when they want to do something right so that's and going back to my previous comment that you know asking people the right questions where they want to they kind of see it becomes their idea is again i think it's you know creating that motivation or creating that um solution or creating that situation where people want to do something right so i think that's really uh, important and then the other one is um listening to when there's a disagreement listening to the other person's point of view um before you tell them your point of view because if you listen to their point of view and then their guards are down and then now you can share you know your way or another uh, idea in a different way they go oh i like that then they include that into their thought process as well so mm-hmm. i think that helps and that's a really good deal kind of the principle yes let the other person do the great deal of talking i remember that right because then if the other person is talking then they are likely to share uh, what their thought process is and you're able to then grab on to what is working well as a win-win situation that you talked about earlier yeah. and then create that with your clients or your team members it's it's very beautiful how dale carnegie puts it like he has the 12 ways to win people to our way of thinking right. right and and by giving the other person the importance and like you know giving them the stage like you talked about and i think you have to be genuinely interested in them it can't be like you're you know artificially you know doing something you have to totally believe in that person and totally believe in what they're saying and their way of their thought or process and their point of view it's only then people you know feel that you know they can open up and they can share their ideas yes you're right like we need to be very genuine because people can see through people if you're see. trying to get them to you know listen to you and uh, but you're not being genuine that is so true that is so true Well Dale Carnegie says he wrote this book because what was taught in schools was not sufficient for workplace leadership and success and that's not just in the 1930s when Dale Carnegie wrote this book i i think my personal experience what i learned in school was great to get me in the door right i could get my first engineering job and since then the way i have changed jobs and you know being able to t- take on new challenges like you talked about for that i i had to learn the dale carnegie uh, communication share some tips from your experience on how one can become a better leader in the workplace sure sure and i agree that you know with dale carnegie or what you just said that things are you know only technical subjects are taught in school 
and human relations principles are somehow not taught, at least I didn't get to learn it. And when I first attended the Dale Carnegie classes, or, you know, I went back to my team and I sort of apologized in a way. I said, you know, guys, I may have made a lot of mistakes unknowingly, um, you know, because I just took this class and realized that, you know, there's more to life than how I was originally taught up. And everyone was like, no, no, you've been a great leader. But they still appreciated the fact that, you know, I was able to say I learned a whole lot. And, you know, hopefully I'm a better human being moving forward from here. But yes, um, you know, I think giving lavish praise to people, right? Sometimes we take it for granted and we just don't praise people when, you know, so I think that's another Dale Carnegie principle that I learned is, you know, be very generous with your praise and then don't criticize because when you're criticizing people, they're not listening to you, right? If you have to give them feedback, first start with positive feedback and then you can work in your, you know, areas of improvement. And the people are more receptive to it because they go, oh, I do this really well and I do this really well. And, you know, okay, which areas can I improve in? Yes, that makes sense. And that's something that every manager can use even when communicating their feedback, right, which uh, managers have always doing with their, uh, uh, with their reports. So that's great input on using praise and using feedback as a mechanism to do that. I also have uh, some things that I use, right? Uh, one was to use encouragement, especially if somebody has made a mistake, you still encourage them and you're able to then help them see that, okay, that was a mistake and they can actually see beyond that and make the fault seem easy to correct. So that is another principle from Dale Carnegie that I found very useful. I think well, it's a great one because you know what, that's actually one of my biggest ones because um, and there are so many, so um, when sometimes we're all tempted not to have the same person do the same assignment because they made a mistake once, because Dale Carnegie says that that person will most likely not make that mistake again. So now I repeatedly, if somebody makes a mistake, I make sure they do the assignment next time too, because nobody likes to look bad. So I always use, if it's a contractor or anyone because you know that they've learned from their mistake, including us. We learn from our mistakes, right? And we feel really bad if some, something happens. Yes, and that gives so much confidence to the other person because someone is able to take that mistake and turn it around and give them a chance exactly. to rectify it, right? So it gives yeah. them confidence. Yeah. That was a great point. Uh, other books or any other resources that you have, come to find useful in your career? Sure. Dale sure. Um, Carnegie is another book that I liked a lot, which also influenced me a lot was how to stop worrying and start living. Because we all tend to worry about so many things in our life that, you know, he says, if you can't, number one, don't die before it's time, right? If it's not even, it may not even happen. And figure out the rationale, like what's the worst that can happen and then work backwards. So that book is also very, very good. And then I like the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. That's another favorite book of mine. Nice, nice, excellent. Those are all great book recommendations, uh, timeless classics, as I might call them. Yeah. 
Sushma, this has been fantastic. Are there any additional words of wisdom that you would like to give to the audience today? I can just summarize. Basically, I feel that making people feel important, encourage them to discuss their interests and passion in length, calling, by, calling them by their name and showing genuine interest. Uh, the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it. That's a really key one as well. Um, you know, so find common ground and create win-win situations, create energy and dramatize your ideas. That's a big one. And um, get the other person saying yes, yes, immediately um, and appeal to nobler motives. I think that's another good one. Yes, that is awesome to get people to a common ground and to win overall. Uh, so certainly, business, I encourage all of you to check out how to win friends and influence people and also maybe how to stop worrying and start living. We could all use that. Uh, so Sushma, it has been a pleasure to have you on the 10X Growth Podcast. Thank you for joining us here today. Thank you, Preeti. It was really fun.